Happy New Year. You're listening to your favorite podcast. Glad you're back. This is Coach's Corner. First episode of 2023. Off to a great start. Feeling amazing. This is about to be incredible. I am so pumped to be back. I know I took off um, a little bit there, but um, it's time to get into it, okay? You know, I've had a lot going on. I needed a day or two to relax. Well, a week or two, I guess. But this is good. It, it feels good to be back behind the mic, and, and I got a few uh, stories to share, so I'll probably hop in right away. Um, hopefully everyone's enjoying the topics. You know how I am. I'll kind of switch around between like sports and drinking and who knows what in comedy, and just, just, just bear with me. So I'll try to stay on topic, but um, lots to cover, lots to cover, you know. Um, my brother come out. I know I talked about this on the previous podcast, but my brother was visiting um, from Kenosha, so that's nice. Uh, he came on the 24th, Christmas Eve, so we w- I went to the airport to pick him up. Um, not a lot of traffic, slow morning, just kind of getting my way over across the highway. Um, I'm just realizing now that I've been to Denver four weekends in a row, uh, so I-25 and me are kind of becoming good friends again. It is like the worst highway possible. There's always construction going on. It's always frustrating and the drivers are always assholes, but um it's all good. I I think I'm a pretty I think I'm a pretty good driver for the most part. I really do. I know everyone does. Um and there's so many bad drivers in the world. So people are always lying about how good they are at driving. But 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 um I don't know. I I think I have a a good sense of patience. I, I try not to speed. Uh, maybe I listen to music a little loud. Oh well, that's not a big deal. You're just listening to some music. But I think I'm a good driver. Um, so anyways, went to the airport, got my brother. Um, great to see him. Haven't seen him in, you know, year and a half, maybe. I think I said August. Yeah, it's not August of 2021. So it's good to see him now um, and just be with him with the holidays. You know, I knew my family wasn't going to do anything too traditional, but... It's still just nice, you know, it's like, it's it's really just the idea of being around people you can be totally comfortable around, it's like be yourself, and, uh, you know, I'm having kind of, you know, I had an interesting year myself in 2022 with kind of my relationship ending and a few other just different aspects of my life changing, you know, kind of significantly and trying to get into podcasting and stand-up and there's so much going on, but um, I think... My all my family was really in the same boat. You know, my mom she moved out here as well, got a new job, went through a breakup. Um, my brother went through the same stuff. It's it's kind of interesting that all three of us are going through some major changes in the year of 2022. But you know, the thing that's nice about being around them is just you really I can truly be myself. We can all be ourselves, and and we all kind of know exactly what we need to uh, make each other happy. So it was it was a good time. You know, I, I'm, I'm glad we could all get together. It was a much needed 
break from some of the reality that was 2022. Um, so yeah, we're, we, we start driving home. Um, well, actually, we stopped to get breakfast. We go to Denver to get bagels. We go to Rosenberg's Deli. It was, it was pretty good. I got the pastrami. Um, I had a good time, and but we didn't want to stay too long. I think we were kind of balancing, like, what do we want to do? Do we want to hang on Denver a little bit? Do we want to go back to see mom right away? Um, just, like, how should we handle our day? So, you know, my brother and I talked a little bit. We sat there, but then we decided to hit the road. Um, just some quick chat. We go to see my mom, and then my mom wants to take us to this place called Persimians. Um, it's like this cafe that's in Old Town. I kind of like it. I don't know. It's My mom likes going to it a lot because it reminds her of something back in Kenosha. So I'm just uh, I'm willing to try it out. This was my first time going, and it was pretty good. They had some, like, fancy coffee and some good, you know, cocktails, and it, it's a good time. Um, I actually went there uh, on New Year's Eve as well, but I didn't have a, the greatest experience, which maybe I'll get to a little bit later. Um, these things come back, as you know. But we went to Persimmon, we're sitting around, we're walking around Old Town, laughing. It's just a good time, you know, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of good laughs, a lot of just, like, everyone's really comfortable. My brother's sharing some stories. Um, just kind of felt, you know, a little bit of, little bit of needed nostalgia. Um, good time, good time. So, yeah, and then, you know, I knew, I, I knew we weren't going to do much for Christmas Eve. You know, it's just the three of us, and we're all kind of goofy, and we all kind of want to have a drink, and... We, I don't know, we didn't have like this whole present thing set up. It, it just made sense like we were going to have a kind of a less traditional Christmas Eve. So we ended up um, getting Burwachi Biryani's, the Indian place here in Fort Collins. So good. Got the, um, I think, it, yeah, it was, it was a goat. It was either goat. Yeah, it was goat, I think. Um, th- there's this big rice pack with goat and these like delicious curries. And it was really good. Um and then we decided to go to Ace Gillette's. Ace Gillette's, Ace Gillette's, Ace Gillette's. Let's go. Um, I don't think I've talked about it on podcast before. I haven't really got to the point yet. Um, well, let me think about how to say this. So it's definitely becoming like one of my go-tos. And if not, like just a legend, just one of the most legendary places that I kind of... Uh, where my culture really fits, you know, like back, back in the days, like in Madison, I used to go to this place called, uh, Cascanale, right? And it was like every weekend, it was like, oh, Cascanale is a must, like, it's right around the corner, if you want to get a drink, if you want to just do something, get out of the house, Cascanale, Cascanale, and like, I think I've talked about a few other Madison places, there was like Knotspiel and, uh, Naples 15, and there were just a few stops, you know, and Kenosha was the same way, you know, like in Kenosha, it's like the buzz, like every weekend we would go to the buzz, every weekend we would do something like, or go to Tenuta's, like if we visited um, Kenosha, you know, I would go to this little Italian shop called Tenuta's, you'd get, you know, some biscotti, get like some, some good, I don't know, lunch meat, cheeses, whatever you want, like antipasto, olive salad, it's just everything, it's this nice Italian market with good wine and it's just such a great time to go. So, um, you know, you, I just find these places. I'm, and both my family members do this. I, I, I know a lot of people that do this, right? But my family loves to kind of find a spot. And we like to kind of try to become locals of that spot. Uh, or at least I think we do. Um, 
And, you know, for a while I was, uh, and I still am, but like I was on the Harbinger grind here in Fort Collins. You know, I would just go to Harbinger Coffee like every day. And um, part of it was like, I love coffee. I'm going to drink it. It makes sense. But part of it was also just, I don't, I don't know. I just, I like, I kind of fit with the music and the atmosphere and the people. And it's like just, just kind of where I wanted to be. It was like the perfect location for like creativity, like peace of mind, um, just a great stop. So I loved, uh, I loved that. That's Ace Gillette's. That's where I'm trying to get at. Ace Gillette's is kind of becoming one of those like staples for me now. Like it's really part of like just an identity and, you know, I, I, I don't know what that says about me or what it doesn't say about me. Who knows? But um, it was a must for me. I, I knew my brother was coming into town. My mom likes it a lot. It's also one of her kind of things at times. I like it a lot. So it was like all three of us were going to Ace Gillette's and we're shutting that bitch down, you know. <laughs> um, and and we did. We really did. Uh, we just... Uh, uh, we just had so many good cocktails. Like, we're talking to the guys behind the bar, like Danny and Ben. And I don't know. They're just, it's it's a good group of people. They treat us well. Um, Danny, I believe, is from Chicago, or at least the area. So we always talk about, like, just all things Chicago, Wisconsin related. Um, my brother, he's making Malort jokes. For those of you who don't know what Malort is, it's like just a Chicago staple. It's like a Chicago liquor. It is Chicago's version of like its own niche thing. Um, it's it's not that great. It kind of has a reputation of being like the worst tasting liquor. I don't think it's that bad, but try it for yourself. Go get a shot of Malort somewhere. See what happens. Um, my brother's been making Malort jokes for years. Just like everything, if there's ever a situation like give that kid some alert or I don't know. That wasn't my best attempt at a joke, but you get the point. Like, you know, give someone some alert for the holiday, let them drink it up. Um, why go to a fancy restaurant or get a delicious drink when you can get malort? you know, just all like always like, no, that is the worst thing possible. Um, so as we would, as a family, we decide on New Year's or on Christmas Eve to all take shots of Malort because that's just what my family does for some reason. I don't really understand it, but we were going to do it. Um, so yeah, so we're taking shots at Ace Gillette, having cocktails. Um, my brother's talking to some woman to the left of him. They get up and they're like dancing. The waiter behind the bar, Ben, he took his jean, it's like a jean vest off and he like gave it to me and then I'm dancing and then me and my brother are dancing, and they're pouring more shots of Malort. Everyone's just taking more shots of Malort. It's just a funky time, you know. I just do not know what is going on. It's also like 8. It's like 8 p.m., and it feels like it's 1 a.m. in the morning, and we're, like, going absolutely insane. But we powered through for a while there. You know, we, we, we kept it going. Um, and it was just a good time. Shout out to Ace Gillette's. I mean, definitely... The only way I would have expected my family to truly celebrate Christmas Eve. Indian food and ace gelettes. And persimmons. <laughs> um, next day is Christmas. It's a little slow to start. You know, everything's closed and that's fine. And I think we're all just a little bit hungover from the night before. I know I slept on my mom's couch um, just because I thought it made the most sense and... 
it was just kind of a slow day to start Christmas. But I knew I was going to be watching basketball all day. That's kind of what I wanted to do. I would probably watch basketball every Christmas all day, but I know there'll be days in the future where that's not allowed, but I love watching it. I don't know. It's just such a fun time. The NBA tries their best to put like five intense games out. They usually do a good job of putting together the best matchups. I mean, obviously, like sometimes they expect a team to be good and they aren't, but they they do a good job. So the NBA schedule is always good on Christmas. I knew it was going to be good. The Bucks were playing the Celtics, and that's like an all-time rivalry for me, so I knew I was going to enjoy that. LeBron was playing, so my brother was going to enjoy it. Um, and then the players just kind of seem to want to win on Christmas. I think there's like stats and different just kind of like legacy involved with uh, how you do on Christmas Day games and if you even get to play in them in your career. So um, to me, I think it's, it's a good day for basketball. It's a great day for basketball. Christmas and basketball are like two best friends. Um, and I just I just couldn't love that combination more sometimes. But what I was trying to get at is my brother like out of nowhere want and he likes basketball so maybe i shouldn't say out of nowhere but he basically was like let's go buy tickets to see the nuggets versus the suns um in denver on christmas day at 8 30 at night so i'm like yeah that's actually a great idea i love that because what do i care you know it's like it's a little late but it's not like we're doing anything all day anyways we're just kind of moping around i'm recovering from an ace gillette's hangover and it's just there's it's just gonna be a pretty pretty laid back time you know all day so I can I can recharge for a good night in Denver if we want and uh, man I don't know I'm so happy we went it was so out of the blue but it was the best basketball game I've ever been to <laughs> um, just insane the Nuggets versus Suns. Christmas Day, the energy's intense, there was fire shooting out of, like, the, uh, the, the hoop, I, I don't even know how to explain it all, I'm just, like, kind of lost in my mind trying to go back at it, because everything about going to basketball games is so intense, it's, like, dramatic music, bass, thumping, insane, just energy, people booing, people going crazy, and, um, Ah, it's just, I was so happy we went. You know, my brother, we, we looked up tickets. It was like 27 bucks. We got lucky with just some cheap nosebleeds. I still didn't think we had the worst view in the world, if I'm being honest. I, shout out to Ball Arena, I guess. Um, great place. And I don't know, it was just such a great game. The Nuggets and Suns, they go into overtime. You know, it's, it's on ESPN. So there's like more personnel there than normal. It's just... It's a very lively atmosphere. It's very intense. Um, a lot of the games earlier in the day kind of ended up being blowouts. A lot of the teams either just won big or just they weren't that interesting. This was the best day. This was the best game of that day. Went into overtime. And then just the absolute filthiest dunk I've ever seen to win in overtime. This uh, The Nuggets were up one, so the dunk put them up three. But still, it was... Such a statement dunk with like 30 seconds left. Aaron Gordon just absolutely flying from the right side. Like putting his entire hip against the side of one guy's head. Just destroying him. I mean, 
I, I thought he was going to dish because there was a guy coming on the left wing. I think it, it could have been Jokic. I don't remember who, but there was a guy on the left side. I was like, he's just going to pass the ball to him and get a layup. Instead, he just like took flight in front of this guy's face, knowing damn well like this could hurt, but I'm just going to try it. You know, what, what, what's the worst that could happen? And um, the ref actually ended up calling it an offensive foul at first. The whole stadium went absolutely nuts. Just could not like believe that. And then they reversed the call, called it a defensive foul, and uh, all was well in the world. And it was a great Christmas. It was a great Christmas. Um, so yeah, that was the first two days of, uh, my brother's vacation, you know, just a, just a good time. I'm gonna take a quick break and I'll get into the next couple shortly. Okay, I'm back. Needed to get some lunch. I was pretty hungry. Okay, let's see. Next day with my brother's vacation, it was kind of a brewery hopping day, um, Went to Horse and Dragon, got a few flights, that was a good time. Shout out to Sad Panda. Horse and Dragon is somewhat one of those places for me that I was talking about earlier. One of those kind of hot spots that I always hang out at, but all the breweries are pretty good if I'm being honest. Um, I have been going to Horse and Dragon a little bit more than I used to, so I don't know why that's the case, but that that's just what it is. Um, shout out to Horse and Dragon again. <laughs> Um, I went to Equinox. That was the one that I used to go to, but I haven't really been going to lately. And then I went to Max Line for the first time. And I got to say, Max Line was really fun. Um, I know a few friends or a few coworkers have told me about bingo there before. And I'm thinking, bingo could be fun, maybe. I don't know. But I didn't really, ha- I had such a hard time picturing it. But actually, being inside of Max Line was cool. Um, got to stop saying um on the podcast. Note to self. When you go to a bar, sometimes you see, how do I explain this? Sometimes you see these wooden toys, I guess you would call them, where you throw a hoop and you try to land it on a hook. I don't know who invented that game. That's an interesting concept. I hate that I had to explain that in such detail, and I hate that it took me that long to explain it. But anyways, the hook, hoop game was at max line and at one point i was just throwing one on one on one on one miss one miss two on you know i was i was on fire i was doing really well and uh, my brother and i just going back and forth one hoop one hoop my mom tries it just shoots it to the fucking moon doesn't even get close to the hook that's fine she tried again eventually after about 30 minutes. She eventually got one. We all did it. It was a good time. I don't know who made that game. How do you... Maybe I should make a game that gets famous in bars. That'd be pretty good for me. I've been to bars before where they have like large Connect 4 setups or like Jenga, large Jenga. Maybe they have some, some cornhole out front. That's a Denver thing. Um... Game theme bars, I guess, is what's on my mind now. I went to Pinball Jones a couple weeks ago, and that was okay, but I don't know. I'm going to keep moving. I don't give a shit about game theme bars. Uh, yeah, it was a brewery day. It was nice, and then we went back to the house for a little bit, um, played a little bit of pool. That was fun. And then my brother and I went out for a couple drinks again, just in Old Town. Um, kind of went on a little bit of a bender that day, the more I think about it. 
I think we ended up going like five or six places. You know, we went to the first three breweries, and then after that, we went to Trailhead, and then we went Road Thirty Four. That was kind of a random stop. We wanted to play more pool, and I was looking for a few more people that were out and about that night. But it was the day after Christmas, and no one was out at all. It was very quiet, very dead. Um, also a Monday night, right? And I think people maybe had work, maybe didn't, um, but maybe they had it the next day. I took off, so I knew it would be a little slow, but it was it was a very quiet night. So my brother and I, we I don't know, we we had an okay time, you know, at night. And it was fun playing pool, but we kind of were feeling a little defeated. I was talking to him, and I said, let's try one more spot. I start, I started heading towards Old Town, trying to think of somewhere that would be a little bit more um, just booming, kind of bumping, a little bit more fun, maybe has people. I was thinking maybe like Bondi or something random. But I ended up just going to the hookah place, like out of nowhere. I don't know why I thought about that. I think there was maybe a song that mentioned hookah that played on the car, or my brother said like made a joke about hookah for some reason, and it kind of inspired me. And then I went over to Algiers. It's near. It's it's near the house. So I wasn't that far away, and I had the greatest hookah session. Like incredible. Um, it. Um, don't say it. Um, um, um. No, it was so good. I don't know. Turkish Delight, the name of the hashish, and probably uh, four years, five years. It's been a long time since I have smoked hookah. I'd, I'd say it's at least once in the last six years, but definitely closer to the front end of that as opposed to the back end. It's hard to say. But man, it was just incredible with a few drinks. And that flavor, and the room's all like smoky. Um, pretty funny people hanging out at the hookah bar at 11 at night on a Monday after Christmas. It's me and my brother. It's two other bros. Indie bros, of course. Not like frat bros. Just kind of dudes who are wearing somewhat cool-looking clothes that could be considered hip. And maybe they have, like, some kind of facial hair that's a little bit unique. They are obviously a little bit interested in how they look, but not that interested. Um, yeah. And that was my best attempt at that. And they were, they were, it was a good time. They talked to my brother for a little bit. I noticed one thing over the break. My brother seems to just, like, attract people to talk to him all the time, which I guess I knew about him if I'm thinking about it because this is something that has happened in like all of our life he's just always one of the pe like first people that um he's always like someone that someone interacts with in public i i don't know how to explain it other than that when we were at the deli on christmas eve the person behind the bar was really talking to my brother and really enjoying him and like complimenting his beard and I just thought it was so interesting. And then I get up there and the guy just couldn't care at all like to talk to me. I think I was giving off some standoffish vibes to him and I was thinking, "Man, I don't I don't mean to do that, man. Why can I why can I have that kind of friendship with you?" But that's just the stuff my brother runs into. Um when we sat down in the hookah bar just 
the guy starts talking to my brother. He, I think he was, my brother was wearing some kind of metal shirt, metal as in the genre, not as in like a chain tunic as if we were in the uh, Renaissance fair era, but no, just some kind of metal shirt. Um, so they're, they're talking about who knows what music. And then there's another guy in the hookah bar who I would describe as kind of a skater bro, not a frat bro or an indie bro. He's maybe a little bit longer hair that's unruly. He's always just squinting a little bit, but not too much, but he's, but he is squinting. Uh, great mustache and just, it doesn't matter what color he's wearing. It's a brown jacket. It could, it, it doesn't have to necessarily even be a jacket, but it's a brown jacket, like dark brown, dirty corduroys. Uh, but not, not dirty corduroys like, oh, I'm out on the farm and I wave the American flag all day. More like dirty corduroys like, I don't know, man. However liberals get dirty in their free time. But yeah, so that was my second best attempt at that joke. Uh, so that was a good guy that started talking to us. Everyone starts talking a little bit of like weird metal. Um, but that didn't, I don't know. I, I don't really get into it, but I, I can sit there. I'm not complaining and I'm not going to be too picky about it. It's just not my genre, but more power to the people that enjoy it, I guess. And I don't even think it's metal as much as they just started making jokes. And then I think it's Creed. We requested that the, um, I don't know if we call him a bartender. It's a hookah tender. There's got to be a better name than that. I could look it up, but I'm too lazy. But the hookah person, tender, whatever, we asked him to play Arms Wide Open by Creed. So everyone's just going, with arms wide open, with arms wide open, yeah. So that was a weird time. Um, We all had a good laugh, I guess. And... It was just kind of a movie. Then there was some Led Zeppelin playing. I kind of felt like one of the... I kind of felt like I was living in the Shire, you know? With, like, um, the Hobbits. Just in a little smoke tent. It was a good time. It was a really good time. I'm surprised I did that. I'm going to do it again for sure. I know hookah is unhealthy for you. I am doing Dry January, which maybe I'll get into it towards the end. Yeah, I will. Um, Yeah. But maybe I'll be doing hookah. <laughs> I got to do something to get a little bit of a fix. So, okay. And then, uh, yeah, last day of my brother's vacation was uh, Boulder. Boulder, Boulder, Boulder. So, smoked hookah. I think we were both pretty buzzed. I'm I'm surprised that we ended up having all of this energy. But, you know, both, well, maybe I shouldn't say surprised. Both me and my brother have good energy. We knew this was going to be kind of a weekend where we had to be pretty active. We had to be, I don't know. We knew we were going to get fucked up. (laughs) That's just what it is. Sometimes you just plan that kind of stuff with your brother or your cousin, maybe your uncle, maybe your, your niece. I don't know what kind of relationship you have. We all got one person where you're just like, we're about to go just kind of live life a little foolishly for a little bit, joke around, shenanigans, maybe have a couple drinks, just explore, stay up late, ask yourself kind of deep questions about the world, just stuff like that, you know? Um, yeah. So 
So anyways, we went to Boulder the next day. My brother wanted to go on a hike, and I did as well. And my mom was, she's pretty game for it. Granted, it's difficult for her, but she's game for it. The morning kind of started off a little rough. I think it was partially an energy drain. Um, my brother was frustrated because he didn't have any hiking shoes. I tried to give him some shoes. They weren't that comfortable. He didn't want to buy shoes. He was just, he was really frustrated. And then I'm on like half an edible, just a little too stoned for both of them, my mom and my brother. And my mom doesn't know how to like make James a little bit more happy or like appease him. I really don't even know what to say at this point. You know, we tried to like be like, oh, we can just grab shoes for you. It doesn't matter. Like we can figure it out. If we buy a pair of shoes, just stick it here. Like we were trying to be accommodating, just make keep that good energy rolling that we've had going for a couple of days and it, it didn't fly at first but we, we we ended up calming him down somehow or he calmed himself down who knows um i threw on the arctic monkeys album both my brother and i are big arctic monkeys fans they came out with the new album in 2022 i'm way back on it that's what i should have put in the beginning clip maybe at the ending i'll throw in a couple quick ending songs this is gonna be a potentially longer podcast than normal, so wouldn't hurt to have a intro and an ending. And maybe moving forward, I'll have an intro and an ending. And maybe eventually I'll be able to segment things better. I am trying to get better in 2023 with this podcasting stuff. Bear with me. If you've made it to 2945 right now, congratulations. All right. Um, Boulder, hike, stay on topic, David. You're doing it. We're doing it. Arctic Monkeys, amazing. Back on the album. Worth a listen. Please do it. Please, please, please. I'm back at it. And maybe I'll be off it again. Who knows? I'm excited for 2023 to have some new music anyways. Um, the hike went well. I went to Green Mountain. That's one of my favorite places to hike. I kind of take all my friends there at least one time. And when people come to visit, I take them. It has this really cool... I don't even... I'm going to butcher this one too. Some kind of symbol, moniker gold disc symbolic image something around those lines uh they have this little stand at the top of the mountain made of stone and on that stone stand there is a gold disc and on the gold disc there are little pointy roundish looking pegs almost and they look like mountains i guess is what they really are although as good as you can make small mountains look and it shows the mountain range in the background so if you look at the gold disc you'll say something like mount beerstead and you'll see where it's located they'll put a number next to it and they'll give the elevation um it is so cool i don't know why i love it so much but i do it would just be such an awesome Maybe I'll draw it. That'd be good. I've been drawing a little bit in my free time, so maybe I'll try to draw it. Yeah, that's a great idea, David. Oh, man. Anyways, love going on that hike. It's close to Boulder. It's not too difficult. It's just a great time. So highly recommend Green Mountain. Um, and we did it. And my mom did a good job. My brother did a good job. We we, we all enjoyed it. And it's important to me that we... that. I continue to hike, so I'm glad that my family does it for me as well. So, yeah, good family, good family. <sighs> we tried to go to this place in Boulder, this, like, bohemian beer garden, but it was closed. We ended up going to this 
food mall. That's a horrible way to say it. It's like an exchange that has a bunch of little stores you can shop in, but they're all extremely overpriced and you don't get a lot of food. And I don't know. It was a bad decision. I really wanted Ban Min. I do think at this point of the vacation, I was a little tired uh, with my mom and my brother. Love them to death. I think they'd say the same about me, and I'd be surprised if they didn't. Um, you know how it is. Plus, in general, you know, around the holiday, that's always a little bit more... I don't know. I'm just still doing my best to, like, handle all of the kind of chaos for the last couple of years. Sometimes I'm not in the best mood around the holidays, so I kind of get in moods as well, where I'm just a little quiet. It happens. I appreciate you for the... I appreciate those who deal with it. Um... Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> we got some food at the food court. It was average. We I got a parking ticket. It's just like slap to the face, slap to the face. It's 6 o'clock. By the time we get back into Fort Collins, my brother has to leave tomorrow early. I got to be up at like 4 a.m. I'm kind of I'm kind of pretty sleepy as well and just feeling it from a couple days in a row. So I head out early and then uh, we kind of just part ways and then... Like I said, next morning, take my brother to the airport, and I just think, man, what a good couple days. That is that is life with the family. <laughs> it is always interesting. Um, it is interesting. But I get along with my family. You know, I get along with them well. I want my brother to move out to Fort Collins. I convinced my mom to move out here. So it's it's important to me to keep the family around. They keep it enjoyable. I, I want to help them to as best as I can, you know, I know I'm not always able to be the most helpful, but I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, so, good trip, thanks fam, if you're listening, if you're not, who gives a shit, anyways, took the Tuesday off, back at work on a Wednesday, you know, the week's just kind of going, it's it's Wednesday, I gotta focus on work, I don't think I did anything Wednesday night, um, just kind of laid low. The next day was a Thursday. Um, I wanted to hang out with my friend who I hadn't seen in a few days. So we made plans. Uh, we went to Jay's Bistro. We talked about just, I don't know. It's kind of a hoity-toity fancy restaurant. You know, it's got a lot of pizzazz. It's supposed to be kind of more classy. They're playing jazz music when we went there's a piano in the background they don't always serve a variety of wines they just serve the wine that they want to um whatever that means good job explaining that one david what i meant is (laughs) they like we we wanted a glass of chianti and uh they just don't have it even though they have the bottle you can get a bottle it's like well if you have a bottle in the back why can't you give us a glass I don't know. We're a rich restaurant. We make weird rules up like that. You know, none of that makes sense. Also, just in general, I love wine, and I'm not even complaining because I'll still order it, but it's just crazy how much a like glass of wine can cost at some places, even though, I don't know, you can get just such good wine by the bottle at, like, Wilbur's. Shout out to Wilbur's. So, you know, um, we went to Jay's. Just kind of talked, caught up. It was a good time. Um, It was good to kind of transition from family into just like, you know, being around the people I want to be around, around the person I want to be around. So, yeah. 
let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was Thursday night and then Friday night. So this is the start of, yeah, a really good weekend. Last couple days, I've been very busy. I've been keeping it moving. I'm grooving. I'm feeling good. And uh, kicking off the new year right. So on Friday, I went to a party at my friend Sean's house. I haven't seen my friend Sean now in over a year maybe i don't know maybe not a year but it's been a while it's been a long time um i was i don't know we kind of fell off not for any bad reasons just timing and with my life going on and everything and he got in a relationship but i never i never lost any like friendship for him but it just was one of those things where it's like ah life is kind of crazy but he reached out recently um he was having a little get together and it was a great night. Shout out to my friend Sean. Shout out to just a good time and some good people. Some real kind of like indie bros and indie girls. Somewhat like the people at the hookah place the other night. But a little bit more obscure artist name dropping. Like we're just listening to some vinyl called Zebra. You know, we're talking about playing drums in like the 90s in alleyways who knows stuff like inventing the two-step and the clap or maybe it was the stomp i can never remember couple drinks good time good time good time good time you know as i kind of mentioned earlier in the pod i'm trying to do dry january so i knew that i wanted to have a few drinks this weekend because it'll be challenging taking a whole month off of drinking i am just gonna be honest (laughs) I did it last year though so I have faith that I can do it again this year and I don't think I drink heavy as much as I just drink like a nice beer a nice wine like three to five times a week you know so it'll be good to cut it out in some ways I'm excited to practice a little bit of discipline and try to change my schedule up I'm hoping I can have more time to do podcasting, more time to do drawing, try to really get some focus in. Maybe maybe I will see some differences. Who knows? Maybe I won't. Um, If I don't see differences, it doesn't really matter to me. What really matters is just, like I said, being able to practice discipline, even if it's kind of, um, what's the word, arbitrary. So I can do it for a month, and then I'll have a nice Negroni when I get back on February 1st. So, shout out to Dry January, but, you know, if we go to a party on Friday, so that's a good time, uh, good people. So, yeah, and then I watched some stand-up at night. I watched some Hannibal Burris for, for the first time in a while. I love Hannibal Burris, one of my favorite comedians. I've seen him before. I saw him in Milwaukee with Eric Andre, and I just, it was such a funny show. For those of you who don't watch the Eric Andre show, it's just some absolutely chaotic, psycho comedy show skit show where they're just doing weird stuff and I I honestly just go look it up I wish I could explain it but it would be so difficult but Hannibal Burris was one of the co-hosts of that show and he was just so funny and I have a hat that has ranch on it forever now so definitely uh Eric Andre ranch google search I think you'll figure out shortly why this is such a goofy dude Anyways, Hannibal Burris stand up on Friday. That's pretty nice. I didn't talk about it earlier, but um, you know, I 
I do miss stand up a little bit. I I did three weeks of open mics in a row, and then I'm taking two off because of Christmas and the New Year. So it'll be really fun to get back into it. I'm already writing, and I'm already trying to get some stuff down. I wrote some jokes about movies. I'm doing some John Wick stuff. I'm hoping um, I'm constantly writing things down, so I feel pretty good. But we'll see. I can't recall how much I talked about my last set or not, but I did really well with the Amazon jokes. I thought I closed the year out as best as I could, felt like progress compared to what I was doing, and I'm just so into it now. I love, I feel like I'm constantly telling jokes when I'm around people. It's a little tough for me to get all the way into the joke when I'm here recording because, I don't know, it just... With a person, it's so much easier. I keep having to. I'm finding. I'm trying to find a a host or a guest or some kind of partner to do this with because I am such a better person situationally. But more importantly, if I'm going to be walking around on stage and if I'm going to be telling jokes and if I'm going to be going through delivery and slow and fast, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, then I got to get a. I have to get good at talking into mics. I have to get good at just getting quick with my sentences, just trying different deliveries, trying different concepts. So um, as always, just remember, this podcast is for me, not for you. And that's just the way it will be for a long time. So just kidding. You're the best fans ever. Thanks. Love this. <laughs> you guys are killing it. Greatest fan base in the world. Coach's Corner must hear, must hear. Okay. So anyways, that was Friday night. Saturday, um, I went running. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I went running with my friend. She is very into it. I am trying to, you know, what should I say? I'm not not into running. I love using double negatives. You're welcome. I play basketball. I'm a decent runner, I believe. I don't think I have the greatest stamina, but I'm working on it. Running running is also different than just basketball, where basketball is so up, down, slow, fast, breaks. You can really, it's it's not just continuous movement. Uh, but my friend, big runner, she wanted to go running. She runs all the time. I was going to be a great person and run with her. And that's what we did together. And someone like her can do eight miles and I can only do two without, you know, dying we went we did two miles and I thought my stomach was going to explode inside of me. Um, it felt good afterwards. I'm happy I did it and I'm trying to actually I imagine I'm gonna have to start doing it once a week. So it's it's probably good for me. I have to learn to like it and this may just slowly shift from a basketball to a running podcast. And I'm just talking about runners, like East versus West runners, who's playing which runner in the running finals? It's, is, is it a best of seven series? Is it just one race? We really don't know. Um, yeah, shout out to the RNA, the running, no, RBA, no, National, NRA, National Running Association. Shout out to the NRA, baby. Let's go. So, um, where was I? I am getting off topic. Oh, yeah. Let's get back to what I was saying. Running, 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 running. Yes. Um, it was it was good. I'm glad we went running. Came back. Went to Wildworks. Oh, yes. Wildworks was so fun. Wildworks was very fun. Um, 
I love their beer. I always get it when I go to the store. Obviously, I'm doing Dry January, so can't talk about beer anymore. No saying the B word on this podcast anymore. And um, Well Works, just amazing IPAs. So delicious. Yum, yum, yum. Delicious, delicious. Haven't been to Well Works before. It's kind of, it's in Greeley. It's 36 minute drive, something like that. It's a little bit longer. It takes a bit of time, but uh, so happy that we went out there. It was delicious, incredible, good atmosphere, good energy. I will be going back to Weldworks in the future. Left Weldworks, drove back to Fort Collins. We tried to stop at Prost, changed our minds, went over to East Gillette's. We had to wait for a while doesn't surprise me it was new year's eve but i don't know just had to wait it out we ended up getting some food there i ordered an elk burger delicious funny that i find myself december uh christmas eve december eve (laughs) that's not even close to even that doesn't even make sense david christmas eve and new year's eve at ace gillette's um like i said it's one of my spots it was a little different this time. I sat not at the bar. I sat with my friend at a table. Just almost like still just a different energy. Just just a different energy. It's very funny how these things kind of come and go like that. But I had a good time. We had this drink called the Ambassador. We both ordered it, I think, three times. It was incredible. It just hit so well. Once again, it's so tough. I'm talking about all these drinks and I'm going through dry January, but it was it was a it was a good couple days of drinking right there. You know, I uh, I took advantage of it. I well two weeks of it. You know, if you go back to my brother too. So I probably need this break now more than ever. Um, <laughs> it'll be good for me. I'm gonna come out of dry January with just an eight pack, something ridiculous. New Year's Eve was you know a good time. It was a really good day with my friend. I had an absolute amazing time, but. It was the first, I don't know, it was the first type of New Year's in some ways. That may not make the most sense, but let me try to elaborate. It was a, it felt like no other New Year's that I've ever had before, and I don't know why that is the case. I think some of it has to do with getting out of a long-term relationship. I think some of it just has to do with not being in college, not being in high school. Like, just as you get older, they all change, but then it just, to me, it I don't know. It it feels like for some odd reason like I was able to think about everything that's going on in my life and compare it or like kind of stamp it. I guess that's what a year does in my brain in some way. It kind of stamps the end and the beginning. Like this was the end of 2022. These are the friends you made. These are the accomplishments you've achieved. This is XYZ, you know, you kind of have this like, oh, I did all of this in one year, and then 2023, this is like, let's see what happens with all of these. How do they grow? How do you grow as a person? How does this idea continue to grow or not grow? Do you stop thinking about this idea? Do you get rid of this idea? And I think, um, bad use of the word um there, I think, for better or worse, people tend to assign a certain type of importance to the fact that it's the start of a new year. I think we as humans also are aware of that and sometimes go against it and realize that we can define any time length however we would like. But I think there is a level of 
There's something just inherently in humans that seems to really find importance in the fact that it's the start of a new year. It's just a really... It does dictate a lot of things randomly, for better or worse. So, 2023, um, interesting time so far. New Year's Eve, kind of interesting. 2022, the end of it, just absolutely insane to think about. It's finally over. Um, maybe this is the best time for me to start kind of reevaluating just how I should think about things. Maybe not. Who knows? Um Dry January will maybe guide me in some ways, maybe not. But yeah. Anyways, I'm not going to get all serious right now because I still have a lot to talk about. Well, yeah, I have a decent amount to get through still. But let me see real quick. Pull the notes out. Okay. So January 1st, wake up, my friend and I, doing Dry January together. We, uh... We knew it'd be. We we knew it had its weird challenges, but we're ready to do it. We're prepared, and we decided that we were going to spend the day in Denver, and we wanted to see Meow Wolf, and then we also bought tickets to see the Nuggets versus Celtics. This is the all-time. Just how do I say this? It is a great collaboration. This is the best collaborative effort we've ever had as two friends because it's. Both of our worlds intertwining so well. Um, great time, great time. I loved both so much. It was a great day. Um, I guess I'll just start from the beginning because I I think that's the way to go and I'll kind of hop around. Meow Wolf is so incredibly interesting. It is a combination of the weirdest art you could imagine. Maybe not well, no, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It is a weird place. You know, I think here's the best, here's my best way to explain it. And it's going to be so confusing. So just try to follow along. You enter the building. There seems to be five floors. You can take elevators. You can take stairs. We go up the stairs. We get to floor three and we walk into a door. And as soon as we walk into the door, you kind of are in this dark room. And the dark room has kind of electric music playing, bass, weird spacey music, just a a very ominous vibe, but not so much scary as much of it's just I I don't know, they're like like trippy, <laughs> psychedelic. It is a very it's a very interesting atmosphere. You look in front of you and you see all sorts of rats, not actual rats, but stuffed like cartoonish looking rats rat paintings it kind of reminds me of a weird blend of teenage mutant ninja turtles and like high level art like sophisticated art like if like it's a weird blend of that because you have all of this you have these old game boys you have we it's just a strange room with weird technology and rats and kind of 90s grunge rock. And I am already confused, like beyond belief. Then you continue walking and the whole time you're just entering a new area. 
You enter this large forest-like area with weird trees and weird alien-looking stuffed animal plants hanging on the wall. You enter another room, and it's um, a pizza named Hungi. You enter another room, and it's all hot dogs, and there's this one Adolf Hitler-looking thing, and it's spinning hot dogs. And it's not only just as much of a... It's not just art as much as it is objects and lights and just an entire setup of really interesting... I don't know, displays of emotion, I guess. I mean, I don't know how the artists come up with this. You know, my friend and I talked about it. It's just so interesting to me to think, how do how do you put together such a large exhibit and have all the ideas intertwined so well? Um, you have to go to Meow Wolf if you have not. It is so strange. And as much as the weird stuff I talked about, there's also some very just, like I said, acid paintings, very, excuse me, but like drug-induced paintings that are very cool, very interesting, lots of very intricate colored scheme changes on walls, I don't know. I was so happy to go. I'm. It was one of the coolest things I've done so far. It's probably one of the best ways I could start my new year is just being in an artistic mindset. I just want to start drawing. Like I, I picked up some pens and pencils recently and I've been kind of doing some coloring in a book and it's been pretty fun and I'm going to do some after this. But I feel super inspired after just being in this Meow Wolf exhibit and seeing all this weird stuff, realizing you can take art kind of however you want to take it. You can you can kind of take different objects, different ideas from different places and put them together even though you don't think they exist in the same realm. You just have to you have to figure out different uses of symbolism and where you want to define it. And also how like it doesn't necessarily have to tie back all the way, but it can tie to one thing. As long as one thing ties to one thing, we're good. It doesn't all have to tie together, but some of it has to tie together. That's an interesting model question, but we'll leave it at that. Um, I don't know. Shout out to Meow Wolf. Great start to 2023. We head out. Um, we go to Watercourse, a vegan restaurant. I used to be really good friends with these two vegan people I haven't seen in a while. I would love to see them again soon. And they just would always take us to stops in Denver that had excellent vegan options. So my friend and I decided to decided to do that i wanted to eat a little bit cleaner um i ordered this like fake it's cauliflower but it's supposed to be like breaded deep like breaded southern chicken like hot chicken um it was really good it was so good and then it came with like a side of mac and cheese and kale and it's all it's all vegan and like it's interesting how good some of these restaurants are getting at making vegan food i talk about this all the time and who knows maybe 2023 maybe the year it finally catches up to me but i have a hard time imagining i could be a vegan maybe i would be one day but it just seems so difficult but i really do love i don't know the feeling afterwards i, f I feel great i feel healthy i have good energy 
my body my body just feels right so i don't know not that i don't feel right after meat i feel fine after meat and i don't eat a lot of heavy meat in general i just think i need a little bit of protein and it's a little easier to cook chicken or cook something that i think re- resembles a complete meal whereas as a vegan it just seems so challenging cooking a complete meal i'm sure i could get more into cooking i could be a little less lazy and start to get my kitchen set up again the way i like but I feel like I'm kind of scratching for time here. Maybe in 2023, I'll try to set aside more time to do cooking the way I want to and also just kind of explore some new dishes. That'd be good. Yes, this whole episode is me just kind of setting some resolutions. I'm glad you're listening in. Um, You know, you can just hear the inner workings of David's brain. When, how, where, why, why does he do what he does? Well, I'll tell you why if you listen to the podcast. So (sighs) anyways... We went to water course, very good. Meow Wolf, riding on a great high. And then we went to this coffee shop called Thump. I thought the name sounded kind of stupid, but we had a great time. We did some writing. We're just really rolling off the caffeine now. And then, uh, I don't know, then it was Celtics Nuggets, you know, just a a great day. Um, Celtics Nuggets was very fun for me as well. I know I talked about it earlier in the show, but I'll talk about it again. I went to Nuggets Suns on Christmas, and I went to Celtics Nuggets on New Year's. So this whole ace, it was, mm, ah, ah, okay. It was, I didn't mention this earlier, but let's just take a moment, David. Just realize you just did a cycle on yourself. Persimmons, Ace Gillette's on Christmas Eve, Persimmons, Ace Gillette's on New Year's Eve. Denver, on more specifically, Nuggets for Suns on Christmas. Denver, more specifically, Nuggets, Celtics. I may have said that. I'm butchering this one. Just ignore me. But you get the point. I am doing the same stuff. But it is pretty fun. I can't lie, and I love all of it. Um, <laughs> so Celtics, Nuggets, good time great time great time great time um celtics didn't play well for those of you who don't know i am a celtics fan i do like the nuggets a lot Jokic is my favorite player he's the most fun to watch last night he destroyed the celtics he had 30 points on 10 of 13 shooting 12 rebounds 12 assists zero turnovers it's the closest thing you could have to a perfect game no one could stop him celtics couldn't shoot the three it was still very fun. I, my friend was entertained, I feel like, by all of the ridiculousness that was the announcer who's always like, it's time for your Denver Nuggets. Ugh, why did I do it that way? Okay, I'll get better at that. Um, and it's like, the kiss cam, and everyone's just kissing, and then it's like, the dance cam, and then everyone's dancing, and then it's like, let's have this person take half-court shots cam. So it's all just very intense. It's a good time though for me. I think it's all kind of funny. I love all the theatrics. It's its own it's its own theater, you know, it's all very weird. Everyone just getting hyped. There's a lot of just a lot of music, a lot of energy. It's a good time. I love going to basketball games. I'm happy I've been to two Nuggets games in two weeks and seen Jokic and seen my favorite team. It's basketball gods giving me a little bit of love. So thank you to the basketball gods, wherever you may be. You're really doing it for me. And 
Yeah, um, there was a 35-minute delay because one of the players bent the rim. So fans are just, fans are just going insane. They show up. They show like close-ups on the level, and the level is just slightly off. You know what I'm talking about when you see a level and the bubble has to be in the middle of the liquid. It's just slightly over the line. The whole crowd is going absolutely nuts. They cannot stand that. I've never seen such a strong reaction to a level. You know, it's just like one tool. Like I've seen that reaction to like a screwdriver and I've seen that reaction to a hammer. I've seen that reaction to like a wrench, but never a level. So that was just a weird, weird moment for society in general. Um, I love pointing out people at the game that are video recording the national anthem. I don't know why, like, like, who are they sharing that with? What What is the point of doing that? Has anyone ever gone back and watched a national anthem recording? Like, oh, I have amazing, like, I have a whole scrapbook of national anthem recordings. I've been going to games, I don't know, 10 years now, and I'm thinking, like, you know, <laughs> oh man, I gotta work that joke. That that just came to me on the pod. I'll do that in open mic. I'll figure it out. National anthem recordings—they're coming. I love you, America. But let's be honest, you people are fools. There's one person playing this brick game on their phone. You know, it's like colored bricks. You have to get like three in a row, and then everything explodes. I think it's called Tune Blast or something. What is with like? middle-aged women and middle-aged men playing that game it is just so weird it's they're like addicted to watching colorful blocks explode on each other i just i don't i do not get that meanwhile like basketball is going on in the background and the woman's just on her phone playing with it and just just a confusing moment um there was one point in the game where they just showed a kid with a bucket of popcorn on his head dancing i thought good for him good for him <laughs> i don't know why did you let the kid put a why did you let the kid put a popcorn bucket on his head that's got to be greasy he's going to have to take a shower when he gets home that just seems ridiculous also I, I i don't know just didn't make sense but that's society we live in it we love it i lo- uh, the wave happened um I think I said something to my friend that, like, this is how the Nazis started. That joke sounded better in person, but you get the point. I mean, what's going on? Why do we all, like, just sit around in large groups and do waves? I don't know. It's fun, I guess. But, like, the more people doing one action in a row, the cooler. So one of these days, there's going to be, like, a million-person, like, formation, and we're all going to love it, and it's going to just be groundbreaking. And I think pretty much all of life is just get more people to do one thing at the same time. So we'll see uh, where the powers lead us to do that. I really don't know. But yeah, Celtics Nuggets, very fun. Jokic perfect. Fans crazy. Great start to the new year. Very happy. Um, Grab some breakfast today at Lucille's, one of my favorite spots to be in Fort Collins. And I'm ready to call it a day. Thank you for listening. This was a fun hour for me. I'm just getting better. I'm just getting better. And uh, this is the best podcast of the year. So you heard it here first. Coach's Corner, we're out. Here's the outro music. From master of deception and subterfuge, you've met yourself. Quite the bed.
I was... 